with Middletown High School Soccer. This is episode 25, and this is game two. Got our second game in, um, had our first game versus Princeton, and then we had a week to kind of prepare, uh, recover, watch some game film, get some listen, talk about some tactics, uh, and then faced a really um, talented group in Coleraine. Um, this past Thursday, and one of the things that we really focused on, and I spoke about in the last episode, was transitioning. So that ability to recognize that, um, you know, when we are in possession, we lose it, can we then transition quickly into defending, um, and then vice versa. And the one big takeaway, and one of the cool things about this whole process and journey is that and we keep sharing with the players is we've got to continue just to keep getting better um so with us coming to this game we had some things we needed to shore up from the first game and i will say that the transition from like attack to defense was so much improved just tons 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 better uh, our defensive our back four was a lot better in terms of their recognition of runners um, my outside back supported our center backs a lot better um, overall. It was something that made a huge impact on the game. We gave up a, an early goal in the first 10 minutes or so. And I think the team is learning a lot about the need and the, you know, the importance of being locked in for the full 80 minutes. Um, and the one thing that was huge for this group, and it's something I think will bode well as we continue before this season and then, you know, as we continue to build, to build the program, is the ability to move on to the next play. Like, you know, the goal was scored. It's 10 minutes in. Um, you know, we have historically in the past four or five years struggled with teams in the league. Um, and our response for the next you know, 70 minutes was awesome. Uh, we competed, we battled, we were tactically a lot stronger in terms of, like I said, our defensive positioning. We connected with really, really good series of four or five, six passes in a row um, as we connected. And that's something, too, that we'll continue to work on. Our, our backs are now playing better defensively, but we're still still missing that that key moment a key ability to go from like the back to our mids and I think our mids have really played consistently well the first two games it's now connecting how do we get like you know some of our outside backs maybe involved in our attack how do we get our number 10 involved in our attack what can we do in terms of my attackers to make um, their runs a little bit more dangerous put themselves in a better place to be successful and to allow us to have a little bit more scoring opportunities um, at the other end because I thought um, in terms of the feedback that was given from the previous game the guys really really worked well at trying to do those things so every game the coaches and I kind of walk away with hey we need to kind of focus on uh, this you know one or two things um, the other thing that I'll do and I'll add is I have always been like a big proponent of throw-ins. I think they're they're overlooked. I think 
that they are a huge, that's the one time that you have possession and you get to pick exactly where the ball goes. And it's a work in progress with us because, like I said, I don't think people, most people just turn and just fire it down line. It becomes a game of 50-50 and there's no thought to it. And I am very much a different uh, of a different mindset that let's use this to create opportunities to um, build out. So can we get to the other side? Um, and so that has been, it's been a struggle. Uh, it's very interesting to see maybe the decision-making on throw-ins. It's been very interesting to see um, the type of quality of the throw-in. Um, and if you as coaches that are listening to this really focus on and just watch the type of throw that a that your players are giving to the player on the field, um, and I think you'll find that the majority of the time it's a throwing that is really very difficult to to do anything with. It's either a bouncy ball or it's thrown at their chest, or it, so it's not user friendly. And so that's something that we're going to focus on in the coming weeks um, is quality of, of our throwings. Can we use those a little bit more to our advantage? Versus kind of right now, we look like chickens with a head cut off at times with our throwings. And we'll get better at that. That's just something that is expectations. That's just building something new within our program. Um, and something that I know as we get better and better and we build and we build, you know, in the future, those are things that will just need small tweaks. Right now, there's a big tweak uh, on there. Building out of the back is something else that I, I firmly believe in. But I also understand that you have to put your players in a position to be successful. And right now, we are um, we're average to less than average right now when it comes to building out of the back. And it's more of, I think, experience. So that, again, will be something over time. The more that the program deals with it, uh, it's just speed of play. And what the players are realizing, and it's been huge for them, is that you know, that quality first touch or a ball that's played on the ground that's not bouncing um, or getting your head up or if you're the next option, getting to your spot as quickly as possible, not kind of lackadaisically getting to your spot are, are things that if you can click those, you know, check those boxes off, your team can build up and possess and crush um, consistently throughout games. But for me... <clears throat> You know, you have losses, and I think for us, when I walked away, it was one of those losses where you felt good because you knew that the progress was coming. Uh, You could see it. The players could see it and recognize it. And the other thing that I think has been, you know, you always want to win, and that's what the results are about. But I also know that as we continue to battle and kind of go through some of these, this adversity and what have you, I think the recognition and the appreciation for when we do start getting the results will be even more, um, you know, impactful for the players because of some of the struggles that we went through in August with not knowing if we were going to play to the fact that we've played really well uh, in both games. We've had really good moments, but we have some things we need to work on. And I think right now the game is just saying, look, we guys need to get, we have to get improved. We all, as a coaching staff, players, uh, we still have room for improvement and we need to keep striving for that and I know that if we keep bringing the energy and the effort and the, we compete like we had have the last two games those results will come um, super happy with the journey 
loving it, just loving the process, uh, and we'll keep grinding, and we'll see what we can do in our next set of games. Hey, this is Karen, Middletown Midi Soccer family, brick by brick.